Welcome to the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook. And Hudson Brown. Welcome back, everybody, to Hooked on Fantasy. I'm your host, Hudson Brown, your co-host, Luke Sawhook. I mean, well, I mean, not really host, co-host. We're both co-hosts. We're hanging out here. We're chilling. We're having a good time. Tonight, we're relaunching. We haven't been here in a while. It's been a little bit, Luke. Uh, no, we've, had a lot of we've had a lot of scheduling issues over the past few It's been weeks. ridiculous. You know, both of us recently, you know, doing the High Point Creator Network, both work on the personal corner a lot. It's been ridiculous schedule-wise uh, for both of us. So, But we're back, and we're ready to commit to this show. We're excited. And tonight we got a fun show. We're listen, we're answering some listener questions. I mean, it's gonna be a great time. So uh why don't we just kick it right off? And we we you know, you usually keep these shows short, like 20, 25 minutes. So let's get right into it. Luke, what's our first question, man? Yes, sir. I tweeted out this uh afternoon that I'm looking for some fantasy football questions to be answered live on the show tonight. And we have one coming in here from Nolan Foster. Shout out to Nolan. He's the Eagles creator for the High Point Creator Network and just an overall great dude. He asks. What would you trade Jamar Chase for? I'm assuming this is we're going to take this in the context of redraft PPR yeah. fantasy football. What would you want to trade Jamar Chase for right now? Oh, man, that's really tough. I mean, this past week he did okay. I mean, he scored about 12 PPR fantasy points. He did all right. He's got to get the volume because T. Higgins still out with that hamstring injury. So even if even with T. Higgins on the field, Jamar Chase is going to get plenty of volume and he's going to be fine for fantasy. I'm kind of looking at him as like a Garrett Wilson kind of type where it's just like, he's supremely talented. We know that the volume is going to be there, but with the quarterback situation with the offense and how it's playing with a backup quarterback in, it's just going to be very inconsistent. You're going to have some high moments. You're like, yes, yes, Jamar chase. And you're going to have some moments where it's like, why can't this quarterback do anything? <laughs> like, that's right, good. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I feel, like, I feel like he's going to be better than Garrett Wilson personally, just because I, I would, I would agree. I would agree. Cause he's a like, more Garrett talented Wilson's really Wilson. good. Yeah. He's really good, but Jamar Chase is elite, man. And I think they're still going to yeah. find him a lot of ways to get in the ball. He's an integral part of that offense. I think personally, I think it's kind of hard to value him. As far as a healthy wide yeah. receiver, I would kind of like want a one-for-one swap him with. It mm-hmm. gets a little difficult, you know? I think maybe like a Brandon Ayuk type would be a fair deal. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't really know exactly what the value range is, but I think that like Brandon Ayuk-ish, Waddle kind of range is around where I value him at right How do you feel – Okay, I feel like I don't know if you could get this done. I mean, he's been playing really well this year. I actually no, never mind. I don't think you can get it done. I was gonna mention Michael Pittman, but he's been playing too well as of late. I, don't know I, if I you feel like Pittman. I feel like the only way you can get Pittman is simply based off Jamar Chase's name value. To be honest, yeah, with you. You, that I would, think there's definitely some leagues where you can pull off that trade, but definitely some where you you have to get to off. a Bengals fan with Michael yes. Pittman on their team. Yes. Yeah, you have to get to a Bengals fan. Oh man, what about uh? Let's talk about Zay Flowers for a second because we're going into the bye week this week and then next week he's coming back. Mark Andrews is still going to be out probably for most of the rest of the season. So Zay Flowers is going to be the number one wide receiver on the team. Would you rather have Zay Flowers or Jamar Chase? Personally, I'd go I, think Chase. I'd have, I think I'd go with Jamar. Yeah, I think yeah, honestly, I'd go with Chase, but it's close. I like Zay Odell. Mark Andrews could be really good for fantasy. I like Odell too. Yeah, Odell's in, yeah Odell's Odell's definitely interesting. I'm trying to yeah, pull up some names. I, I think I think that value tier is about around where I have them personally. Yeah. I think that like Chris Olave, Jalen Waddle, um, yeah, that's fair. Calvin Ridley. What about Calvin Ridley? Two straight wide receiver one week. No, I, I'd pass on Ridley. I'm okay. I'm not sold yet. I would take Chase as well. It's close, but I take Chase. Yeah, I'm not sold. Uh, appreciate yeah. the question, Nolan. Uh, moving on yeah. here, we have a question from uh, Julio Rico Suave over on Twitter. Big supporter of mine personally. Shout out to you. You're the best. Um, he qu- had a question for me saying, I'm still trying to make the playoffs. I have Taylor still, Jonathan Taylor. I'm six and mm-hmm. five. Should I take a Chan 
and rest him. Or I'll be starting A-Chan this week instead of Moss if he plays. So he's deciding between A-Chan if he plays or Zach Moss this week. I think I would go with Moss personally. Moss was a monster this season when Taylor was out. Yeah, absolutely. And A-Chan, uh, I think he's out this week again, right? Yeah, I don't think he's he going to go right back out. I think he's out again. But if for some reason, it's still it's only Tuesday. But if for some reason yeah. he suits up, I think I still would go with Zach Moss. He's going to get a ton of work. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, Moss is Moss. When we saw Moss without Taylor earlier in the season, he was just, I mean, he was almost a top five running back in fantasy football. I mean, yeah, he, that's he was where he was at. He was a monster. So he's a must play as long yeah. as Taylor's out. Absolutely he's agree. We have another player. question here coming in from at King Kaz two on Twitter. Just lost Jonathan Taylor to the playoff push. I have Najee Harris, Tony Pollard, Joe Mixon, and Bijan Robinson. How Ooh, many people okay. are in this league is my first question. If you already had Jonathan Taylor. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of running backs. Which running two backs. running backs am I starting? Well, first and foremost, if it's not too late, make a trade, please. Um, but also, which two yeah. running backs are you starting? I mean, I think you have to go with Pollard and Bijan at the moment. Mixon and Najee are they're decent, but I think yeah, Najee's in the highest season right? Yeah, Najee, Najee just Najee's no. I would not want to play Najee. Najee's especially been pretty Warren. good. Recently. He he hasn't been. He's been great. okay recently. He's it's good. been better, but Warren's starting to get a lot more volume, and he's still looking great. And then Mixon is just the offense. The offense is just a disaster now with uh, Joe Burrow gone. It's kind of a mess, and it's really hard to start Mixon at that point. So, yeah, I would agree. It's Pollard because Pollard, with with Dak clicking lately, Pollard has started to follow suit. In the last couple weeks, Pollard has started to really pick it up. And then uh, Bijan last week was killer. And I can't wait next week to score like two and a half fantasy points. I don't know. Hey, shout out to Arthur Smith. Smith. Shout out to Arthur Smith for real. But, no, yeah, Bijan and Pollard would be the guys to start. Yeah, I agree with you there. Moving on, we have another question here from Lower Bracket on Twitter. A little sushi profile picture shout out. He said, today is the default trade deadline week. Uh, do you think okay. an earlier week for fantasy football trade deadlines is better? Personally, I think if you're in a classic league and I think like the default setting, I think it should be the week before the playoffs. I don't know. If I that's would agree. Once playoffs are in, you could lock it. But I think. Yeah, I, I think, think I, I honestly, I think it, I think there's two schools of thought, in my opinion. I feel like if you really want to be hardcore, I think you line it up with the real life NFL trade deadline date for the default. If you really want to be hardcore Ooh, about that's it because early on in the season, or you make it right before the fantasy playoffs. I personally prefer right before the fantasy playoffs just because I feel like there's no reason to lock it. You know what I mean? It's fantasy football. Have fun with it. I think that there should be no lock until the playoffs where it really gets you know down to the nitty gritty. But I think once the regular season still injuries are happening, bye weeks are happening, let the people trade, let them, let them trade. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree for uh, for redraft purposes when you look at it the week before playoffs is like, okay, it's time to stop trading. The playoffs, it's all no trades. It's all fair game. Injuries happen. Injuries happen. You're screwed. But uh, what about – I want to propose a different question to you. What about Dynasty? Do you think trade should I ever think be – In Dynasty, I am team no trade deadline personally. Yeah, I would agree I think, too. I think yeah. in the playoffs – I'm personally okay if you want to shut it off for the playoffs. I think that's fine. I think Especially, that's okay, yeah. you know, Those few weeks. I personally don't mind teams who are in the playoffs tr- making a trade as long as it's fair. I just don't. I just wouldn't love it if a team who was out of the playoffs and making a trade with somebody who was in the playoffs. I don't like that idea. That'd be. Um, I'm okay with pausing it for the playoffs in general, but I think with dynasty outside of the playoffs, no trade deadline ever. Year rounds transactions. Completely agree. Whole yeah, hundred percent. That's how it should be. Dynasty should always be active. It should always be moving, and everybody should always be looking to make moves all the time. I will so say, Hutch, just real quick. I like Dynasty a lot. I really do. But 
I think over the last couple of years, I've become more of a hardcore redraft guy again because I love right. the level of transactions and management that require, a, you know, a redraft fantasy football team. Dynasty leagues, I feel like the activity is at its peak during like the it's rookie insane. draft. And then it kind of just dwindles throughout the offseason and during, like, during the regular season. Like, and maybe I'm just not in the right dynasty league, but I feel like the chat in dynasty leagues are never really that popping off for the most part. Like I don't really have like a like league league for dynasty leagues right now. I do have but a, I have a couple for redraft that are just like transactions left and right shit talks flowing like crazy. Like I don't have that for a dynasty league. And I, I know that's out there. Right. But I feel like it's less common yeah. because people, it feels a little bit more set it and forget it in dynasty than in redraft in my opinion, because the waiver wire is so bare. It's just a little the way, weird. Yeah. But. Waiver wire is always bare. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, it's, it's it all really depends on your league mates. I mean, obviously, every fantasy league depends on your league mates who you're playing with. But uh, I'm in a couple of dice leagues where it's always active and it's fun. It's really, really fun to, you know, to talk about picks and talk about trading and talk about the offseason, everything in the chat. Um, actually, my main what I would call my main dice league. It's funny. Me and my dad went in it together with a bunch of Twitter people. And um, my dad, the thing is, he doesn't get notifications of the sleeper app and he does a bad job oh. at checking his leagues. He, he actually got himself kicked out of the league, and I had no idea it was happening. That's he crazy. He got kicked out of the league, and I was like – and I, like, I saw a new name come in, and I saw my dad was in the league. I was like, Dad, you got kicked out of the league. And it was like – he was like – <laughs> He got, got booted, booted in the league, and it was like, oh, my goodness. It was nothing personal, but it was just like he wasn't really active in the league. Hutch, I honestly think – I think my problem is – I think it's a blessing and the curse of being like a content creator in the industry. or Dude, industry it's or so college. real. Like, I can't keep up with my league. <laughs> I can't keep up, dude. I've been too I can't many. Keep up. Like, it's hard because like I look at my leagues so and it's hard. like I don't want to leave this one. But like, dude, I need to cut down. I cut down a lot this oh, year. Like last year, I, cut, I was in yeah. like 20 plus leagues. This year I'm probably in around 10, but it's still too many. Like I only really care yep. about or like really know my roster like the back of my hand in like three. I think it's so hard to keep up with more yeah. than like two. Like it and, like really give it the attention it deserves. That's the thing that's hard for me personally, is like it's tough because I like being in different leagues with different people and doing all that kind of stuff. But like, dude, yeah. if I'm in a league and like if people, you know, know it's me, like I need to make sure I'm performing well, but it's so hard with all these different leagues and stuff. It's just impossible to kind of maintain, you know, yeah, like it's really difficult, the maintenance of your teams. I feel like people can relate that out there. Like taking the time to like get trade offers out and work the waiver wire properly and just, you know, really strategize with your team. Like, dude, the, the $25,000 Des League and like my main league from high school, like I'm playing like 17 D chess like every week. I'm like, yeah, you, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, 100%. all of it, dude. Like I need to win. I need it more than I need to breathe. But in these other leagues, it's like, <laughs> okay, I lost this week. Fine. Like, yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm in a league with, um, I'm in the Kings. I was in the Kings Classic Leagues at the expo. And I got to draft next to like, you know, Marcus Grant, Jesus Zacharyson, and some really big names. Right now, my this because there's a snake in an auction. Right now, my snake team is in first place. I'm nine and three nice. in the league, which is pretty cool. And I'm like crazy hyped about it. And I'm trying to make sure I keep that team straight. Like that's probably the league I focus on the most because like it's a really, really and the, the auction too. But at the auction, I'm like, I think I'm six and five in that league. I'm still in the playoff hunt. But uh those are leagues I focus on the most because like I'm with like huge people. I really want to, you know, make an impression. So, yeah, it's really difficult, though, because I'm in, like, 15, 17 leagues. Everyone's always texting me, like, get in leagues, get in leagues. Just an alert out there for next year and for this offseason in Dynasty, I'm going to be cutting so many leagues. Like, I just can't. Dude, I, I, I am think too. I'm, and I, feel I think bad. I'm going to cut like, myself down to, like, two Dynasty feeling. leagues, maybe. It's the worst feeling to, like, leave these it is, leagues. It feel, I feel so know. bad sometimes, I man. feel horrible. I really do. Yeah, I, do. Like, yeah. I don't want to leave, like, you guys. It's literally just, like, 
It can't. I need to get down to like no league, or like that's it. Like, uh, there's a couple leagues I'm commissioner of. I'm probably gonna be like, yeah, yeah. like it's tough. <laughs> oh man, it's tough. Yeah, man. It's moving tough. on here, um, we have a question we here from questions. Joe D G Z on Twitter. Which running back would you drop in redraft to get Zach Moss, Alexander Madison, Javante Williams, or James Connor? I think it's easily Alexander Madison. In my opinion. yeah, that's easy. Yeah, easily. it's Madison. I wouldn't. I wouldn't love dropping him. Still, I think he's worth a roster spot. Yeah, but, but for, not over Zach Moss. For Zach Moss, dude, Madison can get punted to the curb in a second. Um, 100%. Yep. Hunter, I actually have a question for you personally. Go for it. In my league, I have some pretty good bench depth. It's a twelve-team redraft PPR. It's one of the leagues. It's probably the league I care about the most outside of the Des League. Okay. Um, oh, the my okay. bench right now has Pickens, Deontay, Keaton Mitchell, Trey McBride, uh, Demario Douglas, Isaiah Likely, and Tyler Algier. Okay. Christian Watson is on waivers, and I have the number four waiver claim priority. Do I burn the priority to try to get Christian Watson? Absolutely. You're, yeah, you got to get Christian Watson on your team. I think I mean, so, last too. Of weeks, you, yeah, yeah, you got to get him on your team. Second round pick a couple years ago, he's been showing off a lot of talent the last couple weeks. He showed off too much talent this rookie year. I think that you could really see a late season breakout for Watson. I hope Who are so. guys that you could drop again? I'm probably thinking between Algier or Demario Douglas. Yeah, those. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Remembering your names that you said, those are probably. I'm the feeling two. probably Algier. Honestly, I would agree, especially because Bijan, if he if he continues what he did last week, and continues pulling more and more good weeks. Algier is just going to be nothing, and he hasn't the only, done much. The only reason I have Algier is if for some reason Bijan gets injured, Bijan gets hurt. a great play. Because if you have, you have but, Bijan on your team in that league, right? I don't. Well, here's the thing. You like don't. my running backs, even if Bijan goes down, like I have James Connor, Swift, and Gibbs. Like I don't know who I'm sitting You're over. You don't necessarily need. Yeah, you don't necessarily That's what I'm need. Saying. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I, I feel like right now, like my wide receiver one and wide receiver two are Tyreek and Alave, and I have Deontay as my wide receiver three. I wouldn't mind getting Watson in that mix as like a potential wide receiver three. So yeah, absolutely. I think I'm gonna go for it. Um, yeah, I would do that. That's, that's my question, I guess. Uh, moving on <laughs> here. To another question from the the FF Chef underscore on Twitter. Sam Howell versus Miami this week or Russ versus Houston? Clear-cut answer for me. I think it's got to be Sam Howell versus Miami. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game than Denver versus Houston. And Howell is notorious for just chucking that ball uh, when he's in negative game scripts. Dude, I think he, he can do that a lot versus Miami. Yeah, he kind of it's it's interesting. He kind of like how he's kind of like how Taylor Heineke was in Washington a couple years ago, where he's not afraid he's to chuck it down it. the field. He really is not afraid to chuck it down the field, and he gets in trouble a lot. And I, I expect him to throw at least one interception if Jalen Ramsey's back there. I mean, it's it's there's a good chance he throws a pick, but if he keeps chucking it down the field, he's going to score a ton of fantasy points. He's going to keep putting right. up yards. Right now, he's the league leader in passing yards. Uh, right? Is he still the league leader in passing yards? He's up there for sure. I don't I don't know off the top of my head, but I definitely know he's like top five. I know before last week he was. I don't know if like someone passed him this past week, but. He's, he's definitely one of the leaders in yards for a reason. He, he's chucking it, man. He's got Jahan Dotson. He's got Terry McLaurin. Uh, you got that backfield with Gibson and Brian Robinson. And, like, you're, he's just slinging it right now. And yep. so fancy. that's fantastic. We love it. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, moving on here to our next question from Kane at G-B-R-X-S-K-E-R-S at Twitter. Uh, pick oh. one to start in PPR, Puka Nakua, Drake London, or Garrett Wilson. I think I'm personally going to be going with Garrett Wilson. I think London and Puka are a little shaky right now. I think Wilson. Dude, is the a- Rams wide receiver core is in so shaky. With it's Cooper weird. Cup I really don't understand Cup it. To be with you. Like the last like month, month and a half have been disastrous. Yeah, Puka and, and Cup have been pointing Wilson. downwards. London is like yeah. a close your eyes and throw a dart at the dartboard play. He's a great player. But <laughs> For real, consistency is not there. Yeah. And I think Wilson has the highest floor of these guys, and they all have a relatively similar ceiling. 
Yeah, he is a high. He is PP is a PPR league. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the the volume makes Wilson a safer play because he's going to get like ten plus targets. We just know that he's yep. Garrett Wilson. Yep, so yep. yeah, you gotta. I would play Wilson as well. Just he get he gives you that safer floor because that volume. But yeah, the other two are just so scary. <laughs> Yep, totally agree. Next question here coming in from Mr. Weddle at Q Weddle on Twitter. Is Kyron Williams the dude in 2024? I think he has to be at this point. What you're paying him, the production, man. I think he has to be the dude. Yeah, I mean, the, the the man, it's really, really tough because it's it's been this way all year long. And I feel like, because part of me wants to say the only reason it's been this way all year long is because the Rams have had to. They have nobody. Like, they legit have nobody else. But he's been There's pretty good. I, I feel play. like they add to the backfield, but I think he still will be the guy. You know what I mean? But they're, I mean, he's played so well. Like, yeah. he's played like a legit running back in the NFL over the last, like, year. Why wouldn't he get the volume next year? Why exactly. wouldn't he that's, be a that's the thing for me? Year? And then also from a real life perspective, what they're paying him versus the production they're getting out of him, I feel like it just makes yeah, sense. Yeah, the rookie contract, man. They're paying him nothing. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I think they're definitely working him. Those are very realistic world. And given the fact that they're like going into like because they're not, I feel like the 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 competing Rams team is kind of falling apart a little bit. Stafford's, you know, going down, cups starting to go down a little bit. They're they're both really older. Why draft a high capital running back or pay a high capital running back when you're going to start to go in like a rebuild kind of mode? That just doesn't make sense team building wise. Why not just use Kyron Williams while you got him on this rookie deal? It's super cheap. It just makes sense. So I think that's I think it's definitely definitely possible that he's like the workhorse ish back for the Rams. The next Just got to wait for the draft. I can see them adding like a. Yes, the draft is, will change everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think yeah. they just need somebody in there to kind of get in between. They can help him out. Yeah. But I think overall, what they're getting from Williams is good. Uh, but yes. thank you for the question, Mr. Weddle. Moving on here, we have at Mad Max season on Twitter is Jaden oh. Reed, Green Bay's version of Debo Samuel. I don't think anyone's going to be Debo Samuel for the record. No. But I do like what we're seeing from Jaden Reed. I liked him a lot coming out of uh, out of uh, college as a prospect. He's really put well. together a pretty nice season of production, given how poor the Green Bay offense has produced. Um, I like him in Dynasty right now. I think he's a pretty interesting, not sleeper. I think everyone has him on the radar, but I feel like he's a guy you can get for a decently affordable price still, given the long term upside there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's somebody that's definitely. Uh, you know, everyone's like really low on Jordan Love. He hasn't been playing the best this season. The Green Bay offense has not been the best. And as a result, people are putting a, you know, a little just stench on the rest of this receiving core. But Jaden Reed is somebody that you can absolutely scoop up. I mean, he's getting rush attempts and he's getting the receiving work. He's doing well with it, too. The only thing that worries me about Jaden Reed is Christian Watson and what he does over the next handful of weeks. Because, right. like, if we see the Christian Watson we've seen the last couple of weeks for Green Bay, Christian Watson will slowly but surely be a very, very relevant piece, if not the wide receiver one on this offense very quickly. And that would put Jaden Reed in a spot where fantasy points are not going to come as often. So I'd be caught more, a little cautious with Jaden Reed. Just watch Christian Watson over the next handful of weeks, see what he does. But I am hopeful because his his talent has really shined this year. I, I like you, Luke, liked him a lot this offseason. I actually did not mind the pick at all when they made it. And I was like, this could be really, really interesting. And so far it has been. I'm just worried about the upside and if he has the true capability to be that that dog, that number one wide receiver. I think he'd be involved in the offense, but I, I feel think like he, he, he feels like a wide receiver too to me. He does. He feels like a wide receiver too, a guy you can give some screenplays to, a guy you can give some handoffs to, and maybe he can get an explosive play or two. But if you're going to look at a wide receiver one in the NFL offense and this Green Bay offense, it's Christian Watson to me. 
he got that build. He's got that frame. He's got that speed for it. And Jaden Reed just doesn't really. Yep, absolutely agree with you here. One last question here before we wrap up the show. Thank you, everyone who's listening to the show or watching, absolutely. watching the show live yeah. shout uh, out. for all their questions and everyone for the support. I really appreciate it. I know Hutch does as well. Uh, last question here of the night from Marco at Moppion on Twitter. Would you trade Justin Fields or is his value too low where it makes more sense to keep him and see what he happens to, what happens to him next year? I think he's absolutely a hold. I don't think that Justin Fields yeah, value hold down anytime soon. I think absolute worst case scenario for him long term is he gets traded if they get the number one pick for Caleb Williams. But still, whoever trades for him will be more than happy to get Justin Fields on their roster. He's a young quarterback who uses his legs. I think he has fantasy football upside for the foreseeable future as long as he's in a place where he is the clear-cut starting quarterback. And I think that's the case. I think he will have a successful career long-term. I believe in Justin Fields personally. I think his situation in Chicago hasn't been great. And given the circumstances there, I think he's performed pretty well this season, honestly, outside of the injury. You know, um, he started off a little slow, but over his last few starts, he's been ramping it up. He's been playing pretty good football. Had a rough go last night against Minnesota, but they were moving the ball, man. They got some pretty good yardage going. Just couldn't get in the end zone for whatever reason. But I personally am on team hold fields i would agree i mean i would completely agree because the thing is he's playing good enough he's playing good enough to earn himself a starting role in the nfl somewhere like he's not playing that bad he's not playing like zach wilson level bad where it's like he's gonna i wouldn't bad. even say that bad i don't even think he's playing bad i think he's playing, he's playing good he's playing decent ball yeah yeah i mean the bears are gonna ball. have i would not like here's the thing though i would not blame the bears if they pick caleb williams i wouldn't either i wouldn't blame listen, them all caleb williams is generational fun. talent like he's a generally talent at the quarterback position, so I would not blame them for picking him. But they're not going to just sit Justin Fields on their bench. Like that's just not going to happen. They have a lot of value in Justin Fields. It'd be smart to trade that away if you're going to draft Caleb Williams. Oh, and you have Justin to. Fields, you have to. You have to. Yeah. And doing Justin Fields is going to have a starting opportunity somewhere. Could be in a great situation. Maybe not. We'll have to see. But this season, as long as him and DJ Moore have been on the field together, they've been doing pretty well. I mean, great. Williams had multiple. Like multiple 280 plus games this year in passing yardage, yeah. and that's something like we've never heard of from him. But he's actually he had back to back four passing good. touchdown games as well earlier in the season before he got injured. Yeah, he's been doing really well, man. I I would say I'm really impressed. Like I'm watching him play too. There, like I've been watching the film on him a little bit more lately. There are some plays he made where it's like that was a smart football play. That was a really smart play by Jonathan Fields. Where before there's no chance he would have made that. But specifically, one I'll bring up earlier if I have I have a time for that. Right, I have a couple minutes. Um. From earlier in the season, there was a play, I think it was against Denver in week four. Uh, he had a great game in this game. He threw four touchdowns. But there was a play where he was scrambling outside to the right, looking for a pass in the end zone, looking for a pass in the end zone. It wasn't there. He starts to threaten the run, and the entire Denver defense comes for him. And they're within five yards of the end zone right now, and Justin Fields is about to the line of scrimmage. He slowly creeps up to the line of scrimmage, starting to threaten the run. The entire defense comes out, and instead of like diving or trying to like make a play or run out of bounds, he just dumps it off to Cole Komet, who's wide open in the end zone. He made, he threatened the defense with the run and then just threw it because he knew the defense. I, Hunch, I do that in Madden all the time, man. That's Madden 101, right? Yeah, there, Madden 101. It was a very smart play. And I was just very impressed watching that because I was like, old Justin Fields from the last couple of years would have never done something like that. That yeah. was a smart football play. And I've seen a lot more of those this year. So I've overall been very impressed with Justin Fields. And I agree with you, Luke. If you haven't done Dynasty, it's a hold. And, uh, I feel like if anything, yeah. it might be a buy gotta, low, to be honest with you. Potentially, yeah. It just depends on what the field manager is looking for. Because the thing is, Fields has been good for fantasy. So if you're Justin Fields manager, like a contender, it might be tough to buy him. 
from off your off your off the dynasty. I will say much. He still has, roster. you know, he still has been worse than expectations this season. You know, people were expecting to be the top. Five yeah, the in, yeah, he, he has been, pass, but he has been okay. Yes, correct. Yeah, he has been less than expected for fantasy football purposes because he just drafted like the quarterback six this offseason. A lot of redraft leagues, like he was up there. Yeah, uh, I was on. I was on board the train. Yeah. I thought he was going to be a top three quarterback this season. Yeah, I was. I was. I was in that train. I was a little worried about the price, so I didn't get him a ton of fans leagues, but I did like him. I loved him and DJ Moore. I love getting that stack. And hey, Moore's been great. This year. Moore has been really good with him recently, Moore's, and I think that's, oh that's been goodness. really nice to see. Yeah, it's it's been excellent with those two together. Yeah, well, I mean, that's going to do it for this Q&A episode here, guys. We are back. We're going to be back on a consistent schedule. The holidays got things a little dicey, but we are really busy working together and doing a lot of great things with the High Point Creator Network and the show. Um, obviously, we, we have a really good time working together and doing this show, so it's a pleasure to sit down once a week and you know get to talk to you guys, answer your questions, and just talk fantasy football. So uh, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, uh, it's about time to throw out those Thanksgiving leftovers and start buying Christmas presents, everybody. So oh, yeah. until next time. We'll see Christmas you next season. Tuesday. Have a great, have a great day. It's Christmas season, everybody. Goodbye. Peace.